Gaudan Dain from BA. This is a Rorschach Arctic update from the 4th of January 2024. A quick summary of what's going down north of the Arctic Circle. While many see holiday period as a time of peace and tranquility, unfortunately the Russian military continued to enforce its might. On the morning of Friday the 29th of December, a squad of nine air bombers set off from the Arctic military based on the Kola Peninsula. Flying to Ukraine, they unleashed devastation across the country, with only civilians targeted in the brutal attack which left at least 16 killed. Russia has been using its Arctic bases more frequently to launch attacks as they are out of Ukraine's retaliatory range. In order to bolster their Arctic defenses, on the same day as the airstrikes, Russia's newest warship was handed to the Northern Fleet. The nation plans a further seven warships to create an Arctic Navy capable of dominating the Arctic Ocean. The news out of Russia wasn't all gloom, however. On Thursday the 28th, scientists from Russia Arctic, an Antarctic research institute, launched a new greenhouse gas monitoring system. A specially designed gas monitoring station has been installed on Russia's floating polar station, which drifts around the North Pole. Due to the difficult weather and climate in the area, it has been difficult to monitor gas flows previously. These new stations are able to measure the amount of carbon dioxide around the Arctic Ocean more accurately than ever before, which is the first step in a new field for understanding how the Arctic is being changed by climate change. On the 27th of December, Russian Deputy Prime Minister Alexander Novak announced that the Russian Arctic LNG-2 plant is closed to operational, making the start of liquefied natural gas LNG shipments expected to begin in Q1 2024. Despite the international sanctions placed on the project by the US on November the 2nd and the effects of this causing the project financial and technical difficulties, Novak emphasizes Russia's aim to reach 100 million tons of gas production by 2035. With strategic development projects, Russia targets 15% or 20% share in the global LNG markets, aligning with its historical position in pipeline gas supplies. In 2023, the avian influenza emerged as a persistent issue on the Arctic, causing mass deaths among birds and occasionally spreading to animals and even humans. On Saturday the 30th, the Alaska Beacon reported the first ever case of a polar bear succumbing to avian influenza near Ukkiyakpik on Alaska's north coast. This marks the first known case and death of bird flu in polar bears, as well as the first instance of an endangered species act listed animal in Alaska falling victim to the disease. The robust and lethal strain of birth flu, which arrived in North America two years ago, continues to spread unabated. The case has been reported to the World Health Organization due to concerns about the virus affecting new species across the entire Arctic. Indigenous communities in North America have chalked up a critical legal win over the holiday period. In the Yukon River village of Holy Cross in Alaska, home to Ingalik Indians and Yupik Eskimos, 
a $1.2 million federal grant was won from the National Fish and Wildlife Foundation on Thursday the 28th. This grant will be used to develop multi-tribe conservation districts across the wide swath of Alaska, from the Bering Sea to the central interior, covering the lands of 38 different indigenous tribes. Tribes have been seeking to regain control over land that was taken from them in 1971 by the Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act. After over 50 years of fighting, a new generation of indigenous Alaskans finally have a chance to manage the land their tribes have occupied for centuries. In a milestone for Sami reindeer herders, a deal with Norway's federal government reached on the 21st of December and reported by the Arctic Century on the 29th settles a 20-year conflict over the frozen wind farm, Europe's largest onshore wind project. Following a Supreme Court ruling that the wind farm violates Sami human rights, demonstrations erupted in Oslo to pressure the government into paying reparations. The agreement will force Statskraft, the state-owned company behind the project, to pay 7 million Norwegian crowns, about 700,000 US dollars, each year for 25 years to the Sami communities south of the wind farm. Regarding the Sami communities north of the wind farm, who demand the removal of the wind turbines, in addition to financial remuneration, no agreement has been reached yet. Negotiations and protests are set to continue in 2024 until a full resolution is reached with all Sami communities. Since the massive volcanic eruption near Grindavik in Iceland just before Christmas, things have been relatively quiet. Residents were allowed to return on Christmas Day, but were requested to leave at night. However, the story isn't over. Magma is building underground, and University of Iceland geophysics professor Magnus Tumi Gudmundsson stated in an interview on Friday the 29th that a new eruption is likely within a few weeks, possibly even closer to the town. The town council approved the construction of defensive barriers to protect against a new eruption, but completion may not be quick enough if it happens within the next few weeks. In the uncharted realms of the Arctic and Pacific Oceans, a search team from Skoltek and Moscow State University pioneers the exploration of marine microorganisms. A report published in the journal Scientific Reports on Wednesday the 27th, has detailed how even when hindered in inaccessibility and DNA degradation in natural samples, they have identified optimal DNA isolation kits in a breakthrough study. Focusing on seawater sediments and invertebrate samples, the team assessed eight kits, considering factors like DNA, quantity, fragmentation, contaminants, and reproducibility. The findings offer crucial insights for scientists navigating the challenging terrain of marine genomic research, fostering the discovery of genes for antibiotic and genetic editing enzymes. A disaster was narrowly avoided in Canada's Arctic when on Wednesday the 27th, a plane crashed in the Northwest Territories. 
The crash was quickly responded to by the Royal Canadian Air Force, and by the morning of the 28th, all 10 passengers were rescued with only two suffering serious injury. The flight was transporting workers from the Diavik diamond mine to begin constructing on a new winter road. Mine operator Rio Tinto issued a statement on the 1st of January that they are supporting the passengers and they don't expect the crash to affect the construction of the winter road, which should be completed as scheduled on February. In Canada's year-end appointments on Thursday the 28th, Governor-General Mary Simon named 78 individuals to the Order of Canada, including Willie Adams, Canada's first Inuk senator, recognizing for his enduring support of Indigenous interests. Deanta Rai Edmonds, the first ever Inuk opera singer, is also honored for her contributions to Canadian culture and mentorship of young Indigenous musicians. Both Adams and Edmonds, being honored, represent significant milestones for Indigenous representation in Canadian history. As we enter the new year, a surprise came from the Kingdom of Denmark, which sent ripples through the Arctic and beyond. Denmark's Queen Margaret II, in a televised address on New Year's Day, announced her abdication from the throne of Denmark. She will step down on the 14th of January, exactly 52 years since she became queen. The crown will pass to her son, Prince Frederick. Queen Margaret is the only reigning queen in the world, ruling over Denmark, the Faroe Islands and Greenland since 1972. She revealed she came to this decision after undergoing back surgery in early 2023 and reflecting that it was time to pass authority on to the next generation. Denmark's monarchy isn't well known, especially when compared to the British crown, but its legacy dates back to the year 958. The Danish government has written a great history of its monarchy, and the link to this is in the show notes. And that's it for the week! Happy New Year from the Rorschach family. These are our wishes for 2024. First, that you tell your friends about us. And second, nope, that's about it. Remember, you can help us financially with the link in the show notes. Bye-bye.